Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Do you have a pet project that you want to promote? Or maybe an event coming up that you want people to know about? Or maybe you just want some cheap merch to promote yourself and what you're doing? Well, look no further, kids. For Lone Star Buttons can be your source for great-priced, high-quality, pin-on buttons. But Gorag, what if I don't want to make buttons? Fear not, my friend. Lone Star Buttons offers other products, such as mirrors, bottle openers, and even magnets. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can email the owner, Adam Snippy Jones, at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can call him on his personal number at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. Also, if you want to take part in the show, that being sending us news stories, friend questions, or pro tips on how we can improve our show, send us an email at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, you know what? If you got a project and you want to plug it, we also do booking through there. So, who knows? You could be a guest someday. Again, to get in contact, send an email to rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to check out everything else we're doing, go to revengeoftheworld.com. Our website has all of our avenues of social media, a feed to the podcast through SoundCloud, and also an art gallery. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your hosts, Gabe Google Me Dieter and Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hey everybody, welcome back to what you might think is a brand new show. It sounds kind of weird. Yeah, a little bit in the head, a little bit in the head there. Yeah, it's, it's, something's not right. Mm, I don't like it. Wow. I'm going to crank this shit up. How's that? That's pretty much the same. Anyway, how's it going guys? Uh, thanks for listening to episode 124 of Revenge of the World podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Dieter. With me is Brennan, again, Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> What's up, Brennan? Oh, man. What is up? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We've been sitting here trying to get our shit in order. Yeah, we're, ha- we're having some, some sound difficulties because Gorag was in here yep. fiddling with knobs. Stinking and, up the place. Yeah, just leaving a layer of thin slime all over everything. <laughs> From his foreskin. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, not, he's not Catholic. He's not, he's not, he's not cut. He's, he's not Jewish, yeah. that's for sure. He's a hooded Avenger. Yep. Um, how are things going, Brennan? Uh, pretty okay. Pretty normal. No complaints. Just super busy at the day job. Uh, my boss didn't come to work today, so I was left to make decisions, and I started making decisions, and my boss called and told me not to make decisions, <laughs> <laughs> which, I don't know, I think I did the right thing, but whatever. That's That's not really for me to say. That's this is true, Brennan. Yeah, um, I don't know. Just had a really busy weekend. I had uh, Nathan all weekend, so just chasing him around. Uh, he started playing uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and he was very upset because whenever he went to the equipment screen, 
he couldn't like whenever you you can scroll over to like your character link and it shows what weapons he has like what shield and what sword and all that and he was very upset that he couldn't take all of his clothes off what yeah nathan wanted for link to be naked (laughs) nice I was like, well, you can't really do that. You can only add things. You know, you can add armor and things like that. But I think your son's a future nudist. <laughs> yeah, you know, it would surprise me. He's he's not a fan of clothing. He likes to he likes to be free. Yeah, and you know, he's always been that way ever since he was a little kid. You know, mm-hmm. when we'd go visit at my mom's house, he would you know once the sun started kind of coming down a little bit and they <laughs> sit the pool out, he'd just kind of throw all his clothes off and go get in the pool. So yeah, he, he's he's not, he's a very he's a very free person. Yeah. He's good with his nudity. I just, I just hope he's not gonna be like a creepy nudist. No, you know, like no, someone that's man. just like, why aren't you comfortable with your nudity, man? No, he's yeah. he's gonna be completely innocent forever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you right there that is an absolute lie. Um, yeah, so did a lot of you know child, Parenting. yeah, child chasing. Uh, been painting a lot. I've got a piece coming coming for a show that's coming up this week. Uh, it's the backside skate deck art show that's going to be at the Insomnia Gallery. Um, I think my painting is garbage after working on it for a couple weeks now. But it's one of those things where you just kind of, the deadline has come and now you got to turn in your homework assignment, you know? Yikes. I mean, everyone that I've showed it to said it's good, but, you know, what do they know? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Then again, you're never really happy with your, your stuff, right? Wait, you know, I've I've gotten better about that. I'm not as, like overly critical but i don't know like i i just i think that i've really kind of fallen into a rut with my style and i'm just was really hoping to kind of try something new and expand a little bit and so you decided to do a skate deck well I, i've never done skate decks really I've, I've painted maybe two decks in my life oh okay you know so i mean that's it, not like a thing that yeah I same here do. but yeah. I, I don't skate so. yeah and that's another thing i think i might be the only skateboarder in the entire show really yeah like wow. I, I i don't know any of these other people and like a bunch of them like you know i, I see that they're like painters and stuff but i don't know that any of them skate so it's it's kind of weird it's uh i don't know man it's it's a media, media yeah it is i mean it's just it's just another it's a piece of wood yeah on, i guess but uh for what i do sell i'm going to take the money that i earn and go put it back into a diy project that some other people that i skate with have been talking about for a while uh we found a spot over near laporte it's basically just a big clean concrete slab and we we're talking about building some cement obstacles there because the local skate park is just really run down and broken and the city's not doing anything about it so we're going to kind of take it upon ourselves to make our own thing mm-hmm. so all of my earnings from that project will be going into the skateboard project the, pro- the park project so cool yeah that's good what do you uh you're just doing this in a vacant property or? yeah underneath the bridge there's oh, okay. a there's like a, a kind of like a cement drainage ditch that is not being maintained or nothing's happening with it from the city it's way out of the line of traffic you know it's pretty far off like you have to kind of really get out there to try and find it were you gonna do something like that when we lived together yeah this is this is the spot that i found back then but oh, I, sh- no shit. I showed it to some other people and they're like oh wait yeah you know we could probably do this and now wow. there's kind of enough of a community around it i think to where we can probably really get it going now damn so. that's gonna be awesome yeah that's hopefully. a nice spot yeah it's 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 way out of the way and you know i don't think i think by the time there's actual cement poured and obstacles made it'll be kind of too late to stop it so (laughs) before anyone notices you you never know man we'll find out (laughs) you might attract too much attention from the city yeah well they should have who knows they shouldn't have built a crappy plastic skate park (laughs) what 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 skate park are you talking about um it's the sylvan beach skate park that's like down in laporte like they built one of those it's basically a playground obstacles that are shaped like a skateboard park Hmm. and everything's just cracked and broken because you know your 
jumping through the air and landing on things and grinding them down eventually mm-hmm. is going to break and they just never anticipated having to do anything about that so it's just fallen in such disre- disrepair that it's almost completely unskatable do you know anybody that lives in laporte well yeah i know a lot of people that are kind of around the area but the thing is like a lot of the scene is kind of dying out in that area because the park sucks now there's nowhere to skate you can petition your city to do stuff i mean there there's a budget for for parks you know so most likely that's in the budget getting a skateboard park is like really difficult it's like notoriously problematic to try what do you mean just trying to deal with like the city to get that sort of stuff done and getting it done in a way where people will actually skate it and yeah. where it's actually useful mm-hmm. you know it's it's just so prohibitive and stupid that a lot of times you can just kind of do a diy and the city will just kind of leave you alone as long as you keep it clean and nobody you know graffitis it too much hmm. so we're just gonna see what'll happen Cool. And if they destroy it, so what? It wasn't my money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what else? about you, Gabe? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just uh, <laughs> going down the conspiracy rabbit hole. Like you do. Like I do. And uh, wasting a lot of time doing it when I should be out in my studio drawing. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you going in your studio and drawing, Gabe? Uh, I actually am somewhat, but I don't know, man. It seems like any other little thing that I can do. I'll do that before I go out and fail at drawing. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's been rough lately. You losing your fire? No, no. God, I, I wish. I wish. Then it wouldn't be so aggravating. Yeah. But I'm shaking my head no. Uh, Are you keeping it, it a It really sucks. Uh, no. I'm just going out and trying to draw, and it it sucks. But, I mean, that, that's completely different than what you used to do. I know. Like, you used to keep a book running, you keep a shit book, you keep your little sketchbook just kind of, like, coming up with ideas, and you're always working. You're just- right. No, the shit book, actually, I have I have ideas. I have ideas for the next five years. <laughs> if I did one drawing a day, I have an idea for that amount of time. Man. But drawing-wise, it's just not coming together. Sketchbook. It Gotta sucks. work it out. It sucks. Do some life drawing. Break it loose. Yeah. I'll have to draw something. Yeah. I don't know what. Need to go draw some naked ladies and bowls of fruit, man. No, maybe yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see what the babe has to say about that. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I, oh, I watched. Uh. God damn it! Is it Rage? Rampage. Rampage. I watched oh, Rampage God, last dude. night. I texted you. You did not seem enthusiastic about me watching that. Ugh, man. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. That's you know. You and I have always had very different taste. Yeah. Let me review it for you. Okay. Uh, remember when you were 12 and you were like, this movie sucks. If I was making a movie, I'd make this, this, and this happen. And Arnold Schwarzenegger would be in it and (laughs) fucking, uh, giant monsters would destroy the city. It's exactly what a 12 year old would write. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty fantastic. I think kids would love it. Mm, Me, it is what it is. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not. I'm not too hard on movies. Yeah. We've we've covered this, <laughs> but uh, I don't watch a movie expecting fucking The Godfather or Serpico. You yeah. know, maybe Godfather Three if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it didn't suck. It sucked, but it didn't suck. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I think uh, Jess cried. Wow. <laughs> and a rampage. Okay. Yeah, Jess never cried a rock movie. <laughs> well, I mean. Speaking of our 12-year-old selves... Uh, oh, and by the way, I came up with uh, a new pronunciation for The Rock. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can do it right. Dwang The Rock Johnson. <laughs> what? 
Do it again. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> that's so, so dumb. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Yeah, that's 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 my friend CJ's favorite actor. Oh no yeah, shit. Dwayne oh the God. Rock Johnson. He can uh he can work with CGI. Yeah. It's a, it's a skill. Yeah, it is. It's a whole it's a whole other craft. Oh my god. I mean they give Andy Circus awards for that. So There um, won't be any awards for this movie. Well, maybe there should be. Maybe there should be. <laughs> anyway, speaking of our twelve-year-old selves, yeah. uh, do you have Amazon Prime? No. Okay. Well, uh, on Prime, you can subscribe to that channel, Shutter, which is like all horror genre. You bringing like, up the Stephen King no. series? Oh, okay. Uh, it's like all like just like uh, it's like genre stuff, you know, sci-fi horror, you know, kind of weird grindhousey things. And they brought back uh, Joe Bob Briggs, and they gave him a show. He used to host uh, Monster Vision on uh, TNT. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he, he, they gave him like a like a twelve episode like miniseries where basically he does Monster Vision over like old crappy movies that Shutter has, and like he mm-hmm. and the way that they put it together is they put it together like the way that um like how Monster Vision used to have like commercial breaks where they would stop the movie and then he would come back in and do like ten minutes and then go back to the movie and like it's like the way they used to do Up All Night on yeah uh, USA USA Up All Night yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rhonda, what's her name? I don't remember. But uh, or Gilbert Gottfried, if he came along later. Yeah. Uh, that I I did not like Gilbert Gottfried back then because uh, I was too young. I didn't I didn't get it. That dude's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's like, funny. I would like to watch those again just to see how well he did with it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Monster Vision. You know, that was that was kind of my dad turned me on to that because he used to think that like Joe Bob Briggs was a uh, he's a film critic he was a writer he's kind of like this cowboy dude that you know wrote about crappy genre movies mm-hmm. and my dad was really into like his writing and stuff and he kind of turned me on to him when I was a kid and I don't know like Joe Bob Briggs is like the perfect m- meshing of myself and my dad <laughs> wow <laughs> so like I, I you know I was always like really into that show growing up so now that they brought those back they uh I've been watching those they did Sleepaway Camp and they had Angela like oh no yeah, shit she, she like came on and like she talked about because like they knew each other like from going to horror conventions and stuff like that wow like they're just like friends in real life oh that's that sounds fun yeah it's pretty cool like they're just each brings in little guests like that and you know been going kind of going through and watching all those shows it's been a lot of fun still got like ten more episodes to go through so cool yeah I want to check that out can I have your password no okay uh, <laughs> moving on um, did you see the Stephen King series they're doing uh, which one Castle Rock yes Castle Rock. Yeah, I, I've seen some trailers for it. It looks, it looks like it might be pretty cool. It does look cool, but what the fuck are they doing? Is that I haven't read anything about it. I've heard like a little bit of talk about it, but it, it seems like kind of similar to what Dark Tower did. How it's just how everything from the Stephen King films or books or whatever all takes place, you know, in the same reality. Right. That's and what I figured. It all converges around this town, Castle Rock, and all the stories are going to kind of intertwine and interplay with each other throughout like a TV series. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's kind of like a. It seems like it's kind of kind of be like an X Files monster of the week with Stephen King stuff. Nice. Yeah, it seems pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, maybe you know why can't they do monster crossovers? Like I've been I've been watching these Hanna Barbera uh, cartoons, mm-hmm. and a couple series take place in space. So why can't like these villains like crossover? To another series, you know, because they're like Space Ghost and Birdman fighting each other's villains, kind of. Uh, Space Ghost and the Herculoids, Herculoids are both. Okay. They travel from planet to planet, so why not? I don't know. It's just weird. Uh-huh. It's a big opportunity. I thought and squandered. You, you blew it, Hanna Barbera. <laughs> you blew it, Hanna and Barbera. 
Well, they're they're also bringing back uh, Creepshow. I saw that. Yeah. I'm man. I love Stephen King stuff, and yeah, me too. If they if they do it right on the screen, yeah, I, I'd be very interested in seeing that. Yeah, it's uh like Greg Nicotero from you know KMB Effects and Walking Dead is going to be. I guess he's producing the show. He's doing it also for Shutter. Yeah. So it's going to be like a twelve part series. It's just you know new creep show stories, new tales from the crypt, basically. Tight. Yeah, pretty excited about that. Yeah, need more of that shit. Yep. Maybe on Netflix. <laughs> just Stranger Things for you. Damn it. All right, man. Uh, before we go to the news, just wanted to shout out to uh, Yer Koskinen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got our first, uh, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it as much as we've been plugging for it, but uh, our first listener email, and it was pretty interesting. It's like our first piece of correspondence from a person we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... Uh, I still think it's a prank. Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This dude from Finland uh, gave us a lot of input, and uh, we're probably not going to listen to it, but we appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it's cool that, like, somebody else heard us, yeah. I guess. That's yeah. Me, so. Well, people hear us. Well, people hear just, us, but it's just We like, don't ever come in contact with them. Yeah, we really don't. I think a lot of the people that listen to us are, like, people like us like, <laughs> that aren't, like, like, they're, like, they, they just kind of. I'll listen, but I don't give a shit. I, I don't want to participate. I'll just hang out in the back Hey, of the man, room. I wrote Stone Cold Steve Austin some a piece of mail one time and he responded that was like the highlight of my year really <laughs> and i got married <laughs> <laughs> oh so this was like in the last year <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but uh yeah it was pretty awesome i i've never received an email from stone cold steve austin like I never did that kind of stuff when I was a kid, but I remember one time my sister Darcy wrote a letter to the new kids on the block. No shit. And like, uh, they responded, "Dear Deroy." Oh man, <laughs> I think Heartbreak I think, yeah. City. Yeah, she was never the same after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, uh, I um, I took part in some of the Windy City Heat stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was right. fun. Yeah, uh, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, it's been that a while. Was like five years ago, I think. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> it was like right around the time we did the pilot episode. Yeah, five years later, we're doing episode one twenty four. <laughs> well, you know, it, it was a while before, in between that and the first episode. Yeah, that's right. So, all right, man, ready for some news? Let's do it. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Peter and friends. So you sent me this uh, hot dogs story. Yeah. I thought it was pretty damn interesting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I believe it, but it's pretty interesting. I, don't, I, I believe it. I mean, it, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me at all. That hot dogs cause insanity? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's this new study that came out from uh, John, Hopkins, John Hopkins School of Medicine that has linked eating too many hot dogs and salamis to the onset of mania. It has something to do with like the nitrates present in the processed meats. Mm-hmm. And... They, I think it's because all the uh, slaughterhouses, the people are on speed. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> and they just, just sweat into your balognas. <laughs> your balognas and your salamis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, published uh, Wednesday in uh, Molecular Psychology that apparently the nitrates that are present, they cause uh, onset of mania that can lead to bipolar disorder or a schizoaffective disorder. Uh, I don't know. How, how many people do you know that eat like just tons of hot dogs or processed meats 
Zero. Well, you have to. I mean, if I knew one, I would need that person removed from my life. Yeah. Well, maybe you don't have those kind of people around because they're freaking crazy. Maybe. You know, you might. Uh, I'm. I've been guilty of eating a gas station hot dog or two. Well, from time to time, yeah. I mean, Shit's great. You know, it happens. And I did go uh, ape shit on people. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just took off all your clothes and started running through fences like you're on PCP. Yeah. Exactly. Turned over cars. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, supposedly they examined the diets of a thousand people with with or without mental illnesses and found that those that were hospitalized for manic episodes were like three and a half times more likely to have eaten lots of hot dogs, hot dogs, beef jerky, or salami, or so your 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 nitrate rich meats. The uh, (laughs) oh my god, some of the symptoms are decreased need for sleep, inflated grandiosity. Mm-hmm. A surge in talkativeness. I need. I need. I need hot dogs yeah, so, before the show. Yeah, it sounds like we should probably charge up on a couple of dogs before <laughs> racing thoughts. Let's pause it. Uh, <laughs> heightened distractibility and agitation. Uh, excessive involvement in risky pleasure-seeking activities like sex and spending money. How's that risky? I don't understand. Are you spending money on sex? Because that could be risky. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that explains, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage and his whole <laughs> snapping into a Slim Jim. That's probably why he was raging no out so shit, hard. shit, man. Yep, see? Oh, my God. There might be something to this. I think, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm into it, man. Good, Good work, either. John Hopkins School of Medicine. We yeah. think you cracked the code, the mystery of the Macho Man. You've done it. Done it again. Yeah. Next story. Uh, Mexican drug cartel behind the lime shortage in the U.S. Did you even know there was a lime shortage? No, I'm, I'm not a big consumer of limes. I, not, I had no idea. Like, yeah. I had no idea. I do enjoy a Mexican beer, but I usually get it without a lime. So there was uh, so it was uh, the babe's birthday this weekend, mm-hmm. and I took her to a fancy Italian restaurant, Ooh, Olive Garden. No, uh, Maggiano's mm-hmm. and. Uh, the waitress was telling us how there was a lime shortage, so they had to switch from their normal summer drink to something with strawberry yeah. and orange in it, which is pretty damn tasty. Did uh, like a key lemon pie? It was a drink, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. Um, oh, yeah, so this chick is telling us about uh, the lime shortage mm-hmm. and it being because of the drug cartels in Mexico. I was like, holy shit, that's really weird, like I wouldn't even. I wouldn't have thought that farmers would even get affected by that. And here we are, yeah, fucking reading about it and telling our listeners yeah. the reason you don't have limes in yeah. your margarita is because they're about a hundred dollars per case. It's pretty ridiculous. Yep, instead of fourteen, which Man. is what they were. Uh, okay, so the story says in the U.S., which receives more than ninety-five percent of its limes from Mexico. There are sky-high prices and shortage of the little green citrus fruit. That's that's lame writing. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, the cause can be traced across the border to the central state of Michoacan, home to the world's biggest supplier of limes and the current site of a bloody war between citizen self-defense groups and the violent Knights Templar cartel. Hmm. Have you heard about them? No. Uh. They're Knights Templar in name only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. Uh, they're not They're not the fucking medieval... They're not uh, the Crusaders. They're not the Crusaders <laughs> from the... Uh, yeah. Um, fighting and hijacking of lime trucks by cartel members have slowed exports to a crawl, coupled with farmers repu- refusing to pay extortion fees to Knights Templar enforcers. Good for them. Yeah. Take a stand. Don't get decapitated. 
No, please don't. Good we need Lord. limes. Yeah. Um, a lime importing company in Florida now gets its product from Colombia because skyrocketing prices in Mexico, driven by cartel violences and heavy rains, have resulted in a lime shortage in the U.S. Um, yeah, not only that, but they had, I think they had a drought. Yeah. And, like, disease killing their mm-hmm. lime trees. It's global warming, dude. Dude, it's fucking 104 these past few days. It's like 100 degrees outside right now. It is 7 p.m. as we record this. Almost eight. Yeah. My friend. Um, yeah, our electric bills. Whew. Yeah, my, mine was pretty bad this month. I'm pretty scary. Don't know yeah. don't know how we're gonna eat. Yeah. Um let them eat electricity. <clears throat> scary shit going on in Peru these days. Mm-hmm. Did you know about this, Brennan? <laughs> you mean the- <laughs> this Peru on your radar, daily radar? <laughs> for scary shit going on? Only if Satanists are involved. Uh oh. Okay, so in Peru, three siblings killed their mother, age 75, after gouging her eyes out and intestines to invoke the devil. Did you get that? The devil? Invoke the I devil? Burped. Yeah. The Sorry. Devil. So, why do people keep going to Satan for favors? <laughs> <laughs> Has it ever worked out? Because, man, God don't do shit lately. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, Satan so, will give you a result that's, that's evident and quick. Yeah. I mean, but... It's never what you want. It's always a monkey's paw situation where, you know, yeah, you get the million dollars, but then a bunch of maggots crawl out of your mouth or something. Yeah. It's never something, you know. Or that million bucks has risen on it. Yeah. You never know. Never know. Fucked up, brother. Um, So, Ariel Kespi? Kespi? Kespi. 38, per se Kespi, 41, and Marcelina Swanya, 46, allegedly murdered their 75-year-old mother as part of a satanic ritual. Satanic Satanic. Ritual. Uh, police found mutilated bo- the mutilated body of Theodora Kispe. Kies- I think it's Kispe. Uh, inside her home, siblings allegedly cut out her eye and intestines and bathed in her blood. Ariella is said to have masterminded the scheme after having a strange dream. Hmm. Hmm. She's probably eating too many hot dogs. Dude, I think you're onto something. <laughs> I'm telling you. They were probably... Um, Fuck, I don't know. Just in a nitrate frenzy. Yeah. Uh, she told police that she had convinced her older siblings to offer their mother to the... In a human sa- sac... Why can't I talk today? I don't know. What's going on with me? Human sacrifice? <laughs> she later told police she had convinced her older siblings to offer their mother in a human sacrifice after having, quote, a strange dream in which I had heard... Which I heard I had been uh, chosen. I had been chosen. Then a small frog appeared at my door. Like they do. So, I, I don't feel like this is a clear explanation at all. I need to know what their surroundings are, because this could be, I don't know, some... I mean, these are these are adults. These aren't, like, teenagers. This, no. You know, Judas Priest didn't tell these kids to do this. No. You know, these are grown-ass adults. We need the context of why, what part does Satan uh, play in the community? <laughs> like, and, and, like, what did Satan specifically promise... But just just says that she's been chosen and she needs to and then the frog I guess told her to cut her mom's <laughs> eyes out something like man, that man too many hot dogs man too many hot dogs so uh apparently like the locals are claiming that uh there's different satanic sects that are operating in the remote areas of Santa Cruz province province and they're known to pro- like practice these gruesome rituals and you know if they do these things they'll be cured of diseases and have financial gain that's what we're kind of seeing hmm so Basically, some dum-dums got convinced by some idiots to, to kill their mom. 
<laughs> I like how you make the distinction. Dum dums and idiots. Dum dums yeah. convinced idiots to do weird shit. Yeah. So it usually works out, man. You know, maybe the mom asked for it. <laughs> maybe she was a Satanist and she was like, you don't have the balls to be a Satanist like me. Yeah, maybe she was like the, the hardest Satanist in town. Yep. I don't know, man. Maybe she was on death's door and was like, you know, I'll take one for the team. Yeah. Tired of eating hot dogs. Just make sure you burn me. I don't know. Maybe they're using her intestines to make hot dogs. Could be. Could, Could be, be. Brennan. This is a weird episode. Yeah, this is a weird episode. I don't I don't particularly like talking about satanic murders. Yeah. But I will. That's usually kind of more my speed. Yeah. Where are all your where are all your metals people that My what? Your metal peoples. My metal peoples? Metals peoples? Metals peoples. Metals. Alright. Uh is it ten tenfold tirade time? <laughs> sure. Alright. Wait, turn questions. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know why I always forget that. I don't either. How many did you get, Brennan? Uh, I got a few. Let me find them. All I see is Brenda Valdivia. You want me to start that one? Yeah, go ahead. What dog belongs on antidepressants, and why is that dog a bloodhound? What? Why does the? Why do you want to put your dog on antidepressants? Let's man? break this into two questions. Okay. Uh, antidepressants for dogs. I don't know, man. I, I I don't know that I've ever cared about a dog's happiness that much. Oof. Oof. <laughs> uh, have you tried exercise? <laughs> have you tried a, uh, an organic diet? Yeah. Maybe you just need to feed your dog better. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't... No. <laughs> God, dude. Brennan's indecisive uh, on telling you to fuck off with your dog medicine. <laughs> Is that basically it, Brennan? No, I just I I don't think that you should like put a dog on medication against its will. Mm. You know that 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 antidepressants are a very personal thing. You know. Yeah. And I think that that's a decision that one has to make for himself. And if your dog like comes up to you and he's like, "Hey, give me Lexapro." Okay, cool. Yeah, give the dog some Lexapro or whatever. But put Lexapro in a bone. Put it. Yeah. And then give him a plain bone, an empty bone. Yeah. And let him decide. Let let it pick kind of lone wolf and cub style. Yeah. Uh, Why is that dog a bloodhound? Uh. I don't think dogs. I think bloodhounds would be more. Well, I mean, they have those droopy, bloodshot eyes. Yeah, well, so do I. I mean, maybe the dog just has allergies. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't be, like, judging your dog. Maybe he shouldn't come into uh, Gabe Dieter's dusty ass Hmm. toy room. Maybe. Maybe so. I'm sorry, Brenda. We don't really have a great answer for that. No, we got nothing. You know, next time, ask ask us about cats. I'd put a cat on. Uh, Lex Pro for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because cats are demons. <laughs> well, all, that, all that's going to do is, like, you know, make your cat have mood swings and erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Will it lose its hair? Uh, I don't know, some. Hmm. I'm just I'm, I'm just speaking from my own experience at this point. <laughs> what about fish? Can you give a fish Lex Pro? <laughs> I think fish are already kind of on. Is like... Maybe we should give some of your fish, Lexapro. Let's try it. You got some? Uh, you know, I don't think I do anymore. I God think damn I'm, it. I might have some expired Trazodone somewhere, but we'll have to look around. Will you stuff it up my ass? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm game. Awesome. It's a deal. It's a date. It's a date. <laughs> Next episode, hang in there. Yeah. You got one? That's your YouTube content right there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Eric Eddy posted a video of... Uh, 
dinosaurs from YouTube and said apparently some toys from Brazil, some some toys were produced in Brazil, but they only got the prototype stage here. Uh, would you get them for the cheese factor, or would you let them rest in peace? Would you actually purchase uh, dinosaurs toys? I've seen the ones he's talking about. They run about two hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Yeah, but they look really, really badass. Do they really? Yeah, they're made from uh, the molds of the prototypes that were released released in the eighties. Yeah, I would do it if I had the money, but I, I don't, so I can't. Yeah. I really, really want to. Um, I remember I, co- I collected those uh, Bone Age toys. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that were just like a, it was like a skeleton that, of a dinosaur that you, you could turn into like a... Came with like a little like caveman. Like a or something. And it came with a little caveman. Yeah. And the caveman fought with these like complicated, you know, surface to air <laughs> <laughs> uh, bone projectiles. Yeah. For some reason. And I had I had the other, the, the, ant, the little robotic dinosaurs that had like... Uh, did they wind up? No, they, they were like from. They were, it was like a future thing where like these these future people landed on this planet and they harnessed the power. Dino of the riders. Dino riders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got one of those. Yeah, I had a bunch of those when I was a kid. Well, trust me, if they made dinosaurs toys, <laughs> there'd be no competition. Yeah, that good, huh? Yep, pretty good. Okay, let's see. Zachary Robinson asks. Robinson. I keep saying <laughs> his name wrong, man. I feel so bad, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. Uh. If you could mix uh, any two video games together, what would they be and why? Mm. Pitfall <laughs> and Altered Beast. <laughs> Pitfall and Altered Beast. Why? Because they're both scrolling games and games I liked as a kid. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I have very little experience with video games. Yeah, that's, that's true. You're, you're not really a video game guy. No, not at all. Yeah, I, I'm kind of getting back. I just named some 8-bit games. That's true. Like, Altered Beast was 16-bit. Oh, well. Just saying. Just saying. Actually, <laughs> hmm. I don't really have a good answer for this question. Uh, you got to answer. We got to have more of these. Um, I would mix uh, Street Fighter Two with Rad Racer, so you would have to fight against cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know how in Mad Max there would be car to car battle. Yeah, they haven't made a video game like that, have they? Yeah, Twisted Metal. Oh, okay. It's kind of demolition oh, derby. Shit. Wait, I mean, you, so you smash cars together? Yeah, and you. But like, you don't like uh, swing chains. Well, there, there's and, like, a Mad Max be, game. Is there? Yeah, there's like a Mad Max like open world kind of RPG where you can customize your car and Damn. it's like a whole thing. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's not bad. I'm gonna have to get into video games yeah, now. I have it. You do? Yeah. Okay, I, I've cool. only played like five minutes of it because <laughs> like sometimes you can get games for free from PlayStation Network, uh-huh. and so you download those games and you start playing them. And it's like if it's not your favorite thing in the world immediately, you don't feel bad about just putting it down and walking away. Just walk away. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jason Cowan asks. Uh, my question is simple. What is this shit? And he posted a link to the new Predator movie that's coming out. <laughs> oh man. Well, have you seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer and I don't care. It looks like it looks like Alien versus Predator three to me. Yeah. Or like like if they made a really bad remake of Rambo, but there's an alien. Well, the the thing is, this is just me, but. The okay. Predator movies are called Predator, but they're always about the people in them. Right. Um, in this movie, I assume something new with the people is going to happen. Uh, but otherwise, there's a giant Predator. Yeah, there's like a super Predator that Why? people have made. Okay. okay. It's, it's like a genetically so it's like, modified Predator. So this came out before Jurassic Park 5. 
I, I don't know. It's 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 like a it's a GMO predator basically. It's it's the Monsanto predator mm. versus original it must, recipe. It must die. Yeah. Um. And the predator I saw looked really skinny. Yeah. This is weird. He's a. He's a <clears throat> it's kind of a. He's kind of a, the litter. It's kind of a Usain Bolt. Yeah. You know, fighting a power lifter, sort of. Yeah. Uh. I don't. I don't understand the recipe of bigger makes batter. Like. Yeah. Like you've seen the predator, you've seen the predator predalien, yeah. which is you mix the alien with the predator, and the predalien is just enormous and looks like a predalien. Here comes the predadactyl. <laughs> but this one, I mean, I don't know, man. There I go again. I yeah. just don't know. I just like, don't know, Jason. I don't know, man. I'm. I, I think that the like the last predator they movie that they made, the one that Robert Rodriguez made. Yeah. It was perfectly fine. Yeah, me like, too. They I could have just it. made a sequel to that. I mean, and in that one, there was an, an uber predator. Well, there, there, were, there were like other predators. There were like three of them or whatever. Yeah, but they were bigger. Yeah. They were bigger and more savage. Yeah, but it was it was it was more kind of natural, like a kind of an alpha thing, as opposed to a genetically modified predator that humans made. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, and I think that Lawrence Fishburne was great as the crazy guy. Yeah. Like, definitely. I would like to see more of him. Like, I don't see why they didn't just make a direct sequel well, to that movie. Well, he died. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Reason number one, he's dead. It's science fiction. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll watch it. Fuck it. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch any. <laughs> You'll watch Rampage. Whatever. <laughs> any walking piece of shit looks good. Yeah, I mean, long, smells good. As long as it's still really hot outside, I'll probably go see the Predator. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. I missed I missed all the good movies. Why not fucking <laughs> watch Predator in the theater? Why not? <laughs> So Jessica Joy asks, would you rather fight a Danny DeVito-sized Arnold Schwarzenegger or, oh. an Arnold Sch- or an Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized Danny DeVito? You're both naked. Uh, I would go with I would go with the giant Danny DeVito. Okay, why? Even though we're naked, <laughs> I am equally as grotesque. <laughs> so, uh, and I think I could take him. <laughs> yeah. Arnold was only like, what, 6'2"? Yeah. <clears throat> Danny DeVito was, what, 5'4"? Yeah, ish, something like that. So go for the knees. <laughs> I mean, a, a small, powerful man, like like a small. Arnold We're talking about now or in the in their peak. Let's say twins. Since oh, Jesus Christ! Since that's clearly the inspiration for this question. Uh, okay, I'd still have to go with the giant Danny DeVito. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you because, like, I would think that a small Arnold Schwarzenegger is still gonna be ripped. Yeah. And have a lower center of gravity. So exactly. he, could, he, could, he could just pick you up and put you down. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas a giant Danny DeVito th- still has those proportions, mm-hmm. but is going to have that taller center of gravity. You know, you, you take out the knees and he's done. Normally I would say yes, but God damn, he is short. He is a short little guy. Even scaled up to 6'2. Yeah, he's going to have tree trunks for legs. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He's going it's not going to be easy. Yeah, That's it, not an easy question that, to answer. That, that's more like fighting the blob from X-Men. Yeah. yeah. Nothing oh, gets man. past the blob. Are we fighting individually, or you're, like, helping me? <laughs> I don't know. She didn't say we couldn't team up. Because, I mean... She said, she said we're both naked, so it might just be you and me that's naked, and Danny DeVito's oh my God. fully clothed and ready. Danny DeVito has the advantage of being tall and clothed. Tall and clothed. But we get to fight. We both get to fight him at the same time. Do we get to get greased up first? I don't see why not. I mean, if you're gonna fight naked, you might as well be greased up, right? Yeah. I mean, what's the point? Otherwise? I don't think it. I don't think it would be very fair, honestly. No. Six two Devito versus us. I mean, <laughs> naked and greased up. <laughs> <We're not. laughs> 
yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I think the two of us, well lubricated, could probably take a giant. <laughs> Is he wearing a belt? <laughs> Is um, he wearing a buttoned-up shirt? I don't know. Let's just say these, these say, are things that I need to know. I imagine him wearing a wrestling singlet. You know, kind of a kind of a we're fucked. Kind of an Andre the Giant type. If one he's piece. wearing tights, we're fucked. There's no way. No, no, think so. Nope. We got no chance. He would just come at us like a whirly bird and just fucking <laughs> smash us. All we gotta do is get low. No, dude. There's no getting low. He's got his his center of gravity is uh really low. Well, I mean, we could we could his, his legs would still. Still be short, even though he's fucking giant. Well, one of us could get down on all fours behind him, and the other one can kind of push, and that'll send him over. And after that, you know, it's just a matter of going for the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go for his. I'll take his ears off. You go for his uh his eyes. Okay. All right. We got. We got. There a plan, we go. We got a plan of attack. All right. <laughs> we got another question from Eric. God Eddie. damn, you got okay. Uh, let's see. What is the most unusual pet you had, and tell a story about said pet. A story. Uh, we don't, um, I'm not telling a story. You don't have to tell a story. I had a, when I was little and I had Legos, you know, this is the early 80s. <laughs> Legos were not like very sophisticated back then. Yeah. You can make like a little van. <laughs> and a little I would, spaceship. And I would put <clears throat> roly polies in them. Yeah. Boop, boop. Just put them in a van, seal it up, drive them around, <laughs> put grass and dirt in there just Wait. so they're, you know, comfy. So it's and, like their uh, natural habitat. Yeah. So, uh, then I'd come back the next day and they'd be dead. That's not a pet. (laughs) Well, they're a pet for a day. That's a kidnapping. (laughs) I was a roly-poly terrorist, I guess. Roly-poly terrorist. That's our episode title right there. (laughs) I had a hedgehog when I was in... Did you murder it after 24 hours? No. um, Okay. I had it when I was in 8th grade, and I had a bad stepmom at the time who, I swear to God, let it go. Like, released it into the wild. What? Yeah. Oh, man. She was That's a dick. I don't know if I remember who you're talking about. Yeah, you, you never met Becky. Ooh. Yeah, she, she, she was a short-termer. That's an unfortunate name. Yeah. Unfortunate name for an unfortunate woman. Yikes. Anything else, Eric Eddy? <laughs> That's all I got. That's all we got. We do some uh, tenfold tirade? Let's do it. So, Brennan. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> did you know Walmart is uh, going to surveil its employees? That's not surprising at all. <laughs> uh, did you know that Amazon already does this? No, I didn't. Um, apparently, Amazon put bracelets on their employees to make sure they were in motion. For eight hours a day. That's so stupid. <laughs> they want them constantly busy. That's crazy. Yep. Like uh, uh, people aren't part of computers. Bezos needs his billion this year. <laughs> Bezos needs a one-way trip into outer space. I'm sure he'll get it. <laughs> At this Pub- rate, publicly- as long as his workers uh, perform uh-huh. as they're instructed, he needs a publicly financed trip into outer space, one way. <laughs> publicly. Yeah. You gonna shoot him? Through a, shoot him straight into space with no destination. What is that cannon called? The uh, forget it. Um, <laughs> so uh, Walmart has patented a design to. I guess it's an audio surveillance system that that's in their baskets. Yeah. So that all of all of the surroundings. This doesn't make sense. the The thing I saw the sensor was in 
No, no, no. The sensor was at the checkout stand mm-hmm. so that it could hear like the rustling of bags. Yeah. And like the beeping of the scanner and like the the employee talking. Mm-hmm. Like does this employee follow the script of did you find everything you yeah. need? Uh thank you, come again. It's so stupid. It is stupid, but it's also kind of diabolical because you're you're treating your employee <laughs> as a slave, basically. Yeah. Uh and you're, I think, I think this is going to be surveilling customers. Well, here's what I don't understand is if they're making that like such a push for this to be policing the, like the behaviors of their cashiers, they're also installing a bunch of kiosks where you have to scan your own groceries. So there's not any cashiers anymore. Right. It's, it's a waste of money. Which they need more of. Yeah. There need to be like more like actual people that work there. No, there need to be more automated scanners. You think so? Yeah. That's always fucking backed up. Yeah, but it takes forever. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't mind going through a line. I would rather deal with a cashier. Like, I would rather there be, like, 20 cashiers that have jobs. Yeah. And, you know, I get to have, like, a five-second pleasant exchange with a human being. <laughs> have you been to Walmart? Yeah. I always go through the line where there's... You call a, that pleasant? I always go through the line where there's a person, and it's always, like, fine. Oh, well, we always... <clears throat> we always go through the uh, gardening center. Yeah. Where it's, like, 100 degrees. Where it's 100 degrees there. outside, yeah. Yeah, they're not very friendly. Yeah, they're, they're never happy. No. And I don't blame them at all. But they have a fan. Um, (laughs) So a spokesperson for Walmart said, We're always thinking about new concepts and ways that will help us further enhance how we serve customers. But we don't have any further details to share on these patents at this time. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, The audio surveillance system Walmart designed is composed of several sensors that can contact, that can collect all kinds of audio data, including beeps, and the rustling of paper bags already covered that. Any data it gathers can be used to access an employee's performance. For instance, the sounds items make when they're placed inside a bag can tell the company how efficient someone is at bagging purchases. Uh, customers' voices can also indicate how long a line is and how quickly a cashier can get through all of them. I, I this is robotic slavery. I don't understand why everything... You're, you're literally going... Not you, but a, a a human being is literally going to be uh, under the thumb of a, of a robot. It's, it's, <laughs> of it's, a data crunching robot. It's terror based performance. Yeah, What's and that? the robot is going to tell that person's boss to promote or demote or what to pay this person based on their performance. It's so stupid! It's so stupid! Like <laughs> we're all going to lose our jobs to this kind of shit. <laughs> If yeah. we keep allowing it to happen, <laughs> it's like the, the whole purpose of technology was supposed to free up our time so that we could, you know, ostensibly not have to do all this crap that we have to do. But what's happening kind of under the whole late stage capitalism model is they're just they're using like all this technology to make more and make more and make more efficiently and make everything more expensive. And it's like it's not serving human beings anymore. It's serving like maybe like a thousand human beings in the world. <laughs> like yeah. every, the rest of us are just going to be here dying on this planet while they all shoot themselves into space but there ought to be a law is what i'm saying there ought to be a law where did our freedom go we're enslaved by the masters of Of retail whoever can yeah whoever can afford to build the robots that's that's who's in charge god damn it brennan well luckily in my experience where i work in a science lab i can tell you it's very easy to break a robot (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? I know somebody that works at Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, 
they actually repair the robots. The the description of this place that he works at is fucking incredible. Uh, so apparently there's this warehouse, giant warehouse, with all their sensors every like five feet or less even. Because he wears, I think, a bracelet or something. A bracelet, yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> and, and these robots are fucking whizzing by him like 10 miles an hour. They weigh like three, four hundred pounds. They're carrying pallets. Uh, there's nobody in the fucking... I mean, the only, there's there's very few people working at the at the warehouse. It's all these robots that pull product from their assigned places and take it somewhere else to be for that product to be pulled off that pallet and then they take it back. It's like incredible the way he he describes it. But all he does is service robots. Mm. It's fucking crazy, man. This is in Houston. Yeah. This is like not very far away. We could go there right now. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Brennan, I think you're being creeped out right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I have a little bit of a, what you might call, automatonophobia. Really? Yeah. Like how? Why? I don't know. Like, human-like robots freak me out. Really? Always have. Yeah. Huh. Terminator is very upsetting for me. Really? <laughs> well, you're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> just pull up my skin. All this time. <laughs> I knew it. You fuck. No wonder you keep taking Elon Musk's side. <laughs> You didn't tell me you hated my kind. Um, Muskbot. Yeah, what what is going to happen in the next 10 years, Brennan? It's going to be crazy. A depression. <laughs> A depression. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. It's all going to fall down. Word. So, if you were injured, would you have, like, bionic limbs attached to you? Hmm. Do you think that would break down the walls of your robotophobia? I don't know. I'm not sure I would trust it. I would have to know a lot about the programming and the hardware design. Hmm. That might be the only way to overpower a cyborg, though, if you were one yourself. I, w- I wouldn't want it to have any sort of Wi-Fi or connection to the internet, any sort of storage. Mm-hmm. You know, it would just have to be kind of pure hardware, maybe a set of sensors. Hard, hard-lined into your nerve system? Yeah, I don't, I don't want any outside influence. I don't want to wake up and, like, find my robotic hand around my neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? God, that'd be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Wow. See? Those, those are the things that people don't think about whenever they just start, you know, getting cybernetic implants. Damn. I'm going to get tattooed just of an endoskeleton hand <laughs> so, yes. so I can choke myself at night <laughs> while I masturbate. Uh, Yoza. Yoza. Um, what else we got for tenfold tirade? Are we going to talk about this fucking... Your death, Hillary Clinton death, death list? No, no, no. We should skip that to, uh, until a later date where I've done some more research. Yeah, we need some more research on that thing. Cause, just wow. reading those hundred, hundred names uh, doesn't make any sense. No. But uh, this deep fried fish that you sent me from this sketchy as fuck website. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it, se- it seems... There's no way. Like The fish... Uh, the fish was... Cooked. It was it was fr- fried, yeah, deep it was, fried, it was deep fried. Put on a put on a plate a with dish with other other fish. other fish, and it the mouth wasn't in the video. Yeah. So you just see the fish bend in half. Yeah. And break its own body in half. Yeah. <laughs> That's what those those two things uh, kind of like threw up a red flag the, for me. The deep frying alone would kill the fish, right? Yes. That's that's what I would think. I mean, yeah. Put a fish into a deep fryer for about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked well done. Yeah. Especially when it broke open. Yeah. 
you could see the cooked meat inside. Good eating. Yeah. And I mean, yep. don't, don't they usually like gut a fish before they cook it? Yes. I mean, most most places. Yeah, it was empty inside. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm not, not buying, buying it either. Brew. Calling bullshit, man. False news. Yeah. Fake news. Um, I think that's about it, man. Still not eating hot dogs though. Oh, I'm gonna eat ten of them tonight. Yeah. Going to a nitrate rage. Mm-hmm. Definitely have a heart attack. Oh yeah. My heart will go into a rage. Yeah, I think that's about it, man. Yeah, I think so. Um, did you see that uh, YouTube video I sent you of... Uh, what's his fucking name? Um, Bill... Bill Cooper? Bill about Cooper. Alex yeah. Talking about Alex Jones. Okay, so... I feel like we've talked about this before. We have. Okay. But I don't, I don't think I've seen that clip of Bill Cooper just ripping into Alex Jones like that. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I've heard that stuff kind of, you know, apocryphally or whatever, and read it other places just that he did not trust Alex Jones, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how... Yeah, he really had something against the yeah, guy. Yeah, he had an axe to grind. I think, I think he really thought, you know... And was, in hindsight, I mean, Alex Jones, I cannot watch his show. It's uh, pretty terrible. It's awful. Yeah. It's absolutely it's, awful. It's not fun. No. Um, it's, it's not even about, like, good conspiracy stuff anymore. No, it's not. It's just... I... It's... I'm telling you, the conspiracy has has been out there since Bill Cooper, and I think still today, like people think that Alex Jones is a fucking chill. Yeah, because he Project really Mockingbird, right? Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was that was my boner pushing my paper off my lap. <laughs> Project Mockingbird, uh, maybe. Yeah, um, I would say more of an. Uh, and he used to be legit. I mean, he he exposed infiltrators in. I liked his Bohemian Grove videos. Yeah, that, that stuff is cool. Fine, but he's making so much fucking money selling apocalypse baskets, <laughs> like five hundred million a year. Yeah, for his whole, you know, his whole operation. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just there's something. There's a weird vibe about him, mm-hmm. and I don't, I can't, I don't trust it. You know, he's, um, he's, he's taking the televangelist route, man. Yes, he's basically just all, a, He's a conspiratorial televangelist. Yes. Damn, that's a really good way of putting yeah. it. Is that you? Did you come yeah, up with yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Bill Cooper, who fucking died in a shootout with the, with the feds like a man. Uh, I'm starting to think he was a little more legit than Alex Jones. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, he wrote Behold the Pale Horse, and that shit mm-hmm. is crazy how much of that stuff was came out as true. Right. Um whether it being coincidence or not. Uh, <laughs> what are the odds? 9-11? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I think I'm going to close out the show with uh, that clip of yeah. uh, legit uh, Bill Cooper talking about Alex Jones. And I feel like I feel like any conspiracy people that are into Alex Jones are not as fun no. as conspiracy people that hate Alex Jones. Definitely <laughs> because not as smart. I would agree because there, there's there's conspiracy shows that I listen to that are like really in depth and just normal people that just talk yeah. about shit rather than fucking Alex Jones turning red. Yeah, there's with a difference hot dog between mania. There, yeah, that would be yeah that would explain a lot. What is he every day? I want to know. I'm, I'm sure there's a certain there's a high quantity of beef jerky going to that man's mouth every day. Uh, yeah, I kind of yeah. believe it. He doesn't have time for anything else. Yeah, it's just dehydrated meats and, you know, Soylent. (laughs) Soylent Red. Soylent Red? (sighs) 
Uh, all right, man. Soylent red, white, and blue. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> On that note. <laughs> check out uh, LoneStarButtons.com. You can email Adam Stimpy Jones at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Brennan, what, what's, the, uh, what's the promotional thing we're doing right now? Oh. you got a prank call. Yeah. Anyone who prank calls LoneStarButtons.com and records the call. Record the call. There, there's only a few stipulations. Yeah. To you, have to re- you have to record the call. And what was the other thing? You have to make sure that you tell, say that you're going to suck on his hairy tits uh-huh. in the call. And we will, well, I will pay for your first order up to 100 buttons. Was that it? I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So actually have a button order for a hundred buttons yeah. or more. We'll cover the first hundred. We'll cover your first hundred. All you got to do is prank call him. And if you mention the show, you'll get a few extras thrown in. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's win-win for everybody. Yep. Also, thank you to Mockingbird Network. Uh, we belong on their podcast network as of now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some previous episodes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much longer. Uh, yeah, if they're smart, they'll get rid of us. Yeah. Um, so check them out on their website, uh, mockingbirdnetwork.com. Yeah. There's a lot of good shows on there. A lot of good shows. The stacks. John check. Wayne lied to you. Check them out. Uh, Nerd Love's really good. Check it out. Yeah. There's all kinds of good stuff on there. Relationship. Relationship, of course. Check friends, it Friends out. of the show. And, uh, that's about it. So gently go fuck someone.
one time was years ago when I didn't know who he was, when I didn't uh, realize what a liar and a coward and a sensationalist bullshit artist that he is. He was on one little FM station down in Texas. He wasn't on all the stuff that he's on now. And I agreed to be on his broadcast. That's when I was doing guest appearances on broadcast years ago. I was not cut off. I did not use any kind of foul language whatsoever. He treated me very well, and I stayed on for the whole show. Some of you in Texas know that that's true because you heard the broadcast and you taped it. Later when I found out who Alex Jones was and what he was doing to the truth and how what a cowardly liar and sensationalist he really is, every time he called me after that, I have always refused to appear on his broadcast, absolutely refused to lend him any credibility whatsoever by appearing on his broadcast. And that made him very angry. I've also revealed him for the lying sensationalist bullshit artist that he is by every once in a while bringing to your attention the lies and the deceit and the rumors that he spreads over the airwaves that are not good for any of us and they're not good for the nation they are especially not good for militia and patriots the most disgusting broadcast he ever did was on uh, new year's eve the year 2000 the new year's eve 1999 bringing in the year 2000 and he, which he went completely out of his mind and claimed that Russia had launched intercontinental ballistic missiles with multiple warheads at the United States of America and actually panicked millions of people who were putting their children and their belongings in their cars and heading for the hill. Now, there's lots of things that can be said about me. Nobody needs to lie about me. Sometimes I am irritating. Sometimes I absolutely will not suffer fools and am just as rude as I can be. Nobody has to lie about me, Alex Jones. So I suggest that the next time somebody calls your broadcast and asks them about me, you tell the truth. There's lots of truth that you can tell about me. But don't ever lie on me, buddy, because I'll chop you off at your ankles. I will chew you up. I will spit you out for the lying, stinking, rotten little coward that you are. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is all I have to say about Mr. Sensationalist, lying, rumor-mongering, bullshit artist Alex Jones. Good evening. You're on the air. Yeah, hi, Mr. Cooper. Um, listen, that Alex Jones interview was directly after you published the Veritas June 26, 1998 issue about the uh, Cooper family being targeted by the Fed. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, and back it was, in 1990. So did he, did he kick me off the air? No, he's a liar, and you pointed it out, and I heard that interview, and you were nothing but cordial. Yeah, well, that's the truth. That's the truth. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Virginia. Bye-bye. Alex Jones is a miserable, rotten little Stinking, cowardly, bold-faced liar. <laughs> Boy, you know, all, all of these people ought to know better than to mess with me because I don't take any crap from anybody. And if I'm not afraid of the whole machinations of the entire government Gestapo, what in the hell makes Alex Jones think that I would ever be afraid of his cowardly little rotten butt? Good evening. You're on the air. Yeah, Bill. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to let you know, I verify what you said about that Alex Jones interview. They had it archived on the Internet at one time, and I did hear that interview, and there was nothing wrong with what you did. And I wasn't thrown off the air, was I? Not a bit. No. And that's the only interview I ever did with Alex Jones. As soon as I found out what he was doing and who he really was, I he, he's called me back at least a hundred times since then, and I've always told him to take a hike. So anyway, thank you.